Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. And so he goes to the bank and he tries to to do the the financial transaction that he wants to do with this check he just got for racial discrimination. He is black. He was discriminated. It's on the last place of work. (laughs) It's on the line of the check. Is like it's, what for racial discrimination? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I was like, really? Do they have to do that? that uh, damn, I'm dumb. Uh, he, but he yeah. So. Welcome everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome everyone to today's episode. Oh, Jimmy. Uh, like I like I said, not feeling so hot. Uh I'm uh, coming to uh you all with with uh thanks and gratitude for listening in. And I hope that you understand that it's not without sacrifice that we are here. I have come from a land from afar. And medieval battle, battles of plenty, in order to in order to bring this podcast to you today. And I'm and I'm sick as a fucking dog, feeling bad. Tim suffered multiple concussions while getting beaten over the head with blunted metal objects. Yeah, basically rebar. Weekend. Yeah, that's why we that's why we skipped a. Skips recording. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry you guys missed out. Tim actually just woken from his uh, week-long coma to uh, come yeah. back. and <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I got a podcast to do. I'm like, right. back from the dead. And I'm here for you all today. Oh, yes. man. Breaking news, y'all. We have a sad right. story. Very He'd been sad. Caught. I got him. They got him. They got him. They grabbed the penis man. They grabbed him. They grabbed <laughs> they, they molested they, the penis man. They, they throttled him. They throttled poor penis <laughs> man. Yeah, he's 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 been uh he's been apprehended. Yeah, oh, it's not so very fair. sad. Yeah. And everybody was rooting for him too. It's true. Arizona was a more culturally oriented place with penis man on, on the loose and it, they put an end to his reign. Yeah, uh, the the last uh, screenshot he shared before getting caught was "Penis man is neither man nor woman, you nor me. Uh, we are all penis man." Shomer wrote, and the individual that got caught is Dustin Shomer. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, what what appears to be a man, at least by the large beard. There yes. are some bearded ladies out there. That's true. Um, but nonetheless, I think that that was more of a uh the colloquialism if you will <laughs> he he was uh trying to bring his base together that's right like it's not me it's not you we're all here to yes. draw penises all over everything exactly and it, it would appear one of the last taggings he did before getting caught instead of writing penis man he wrote penis them so very very deep penis them yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't show me you intellectual you. Yes. Oh man, he knows how to do it. I wombo, you wombo, he, she, we wombo, womboology. Just replace that with penis man. Same thing. Whoa, I never realized that Patrick was so inclusive. I penis man, you penis man, he, she, me, we penis man. We penis man. Exactly. Hey, what, what's the deal with the whole tribalism thing? Like, people just want to be a part of something. You think that that's why they were writing 
penis mantle over everything in addition to Dustus Shomer. Wait, who? All, all the other people that were doing the penis man do thing. We know, sure, do we know what's other people? Surely it wasn't just him. We don't know. We, well, we will I mean, only if he's know. Writing, if he's writing shit like that, he's got to have some mind that somebody's taking credit for his work or uh, proliferating it I in hope some other way. people are doing it. I bet they are. I bet they are. And, and I bet once they apprehended him, then they'll notice that other people are still uptaking the mantle of chaos. Yeah. You know, it, it's like uh, on uh, The Dark Knight. Whenever the Joker gets apprehended, there's still shit running amok. Yeah. Still stuff going on. Things in play. If you if you stomp, penis is being drawn. If you stomp out one penis man, twenty more penis mans rise up from the ashes or something. That's right. And the one thing that you got to remember is that some men just want to paint penises, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's just the way of the world. Uh, okay. So <laughs> uh, serious talk for a second. So it wasn't that. Um, Dustin Schomer was out and about gallivanting, writing, writing penis man on stuff, and some police officer noticed him doing it and then arrested him. They swatted his ass. Yeah. They swatted his ass hard. They sent, uh, what was it, 25 heavily armed SWAT officers that pointed at him with assault rifles to bring him to air quotes justice. And I'm using air quotes justice very loosely because this seems like a very unnecessary use of force and power for some dude that's graffitiing some shit. Yeah, it, it was a above and beyond. I, I think that goes to show just what length the establishment is willing to defend the values that it has. Uh, yeah. You know, whether that's maintaining uh, a paint-free uh, public space or whether it's trying to uh, prevent people from spreading messages uh, like uh, Penis Man was of solidarity and unity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And just to get a little bit into his uh, treatment in the county jail um, after committing a nonviolent crime, I was going to read some little snippets here from the article. Schomer added in further posts that he spent a night at Maricopa County's 4th Avenue Jail following more than five hours in Tempe police custody, during which time he was given nothing to eat. He wrote that he was told, I wouldn't receive medical attention after requesting it, even though it was posted on the wall to ask if desired. I was having a panic attack because they put a fucking assault rifle in my face. That's illegal, both denying medical attention and excessive force. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Yep. Uh, yeah, that should kind of match the crime. Like, if somebody has been accused of... Um, I, I don't know, like running around and like shooting up busy intersections with an assault rifle, then maybe that's the lone instance that that kind of behavior is acceptable. But <laughs> Pointing of assault rifles in people's faces. Yeah, even then, it's like it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop the damage. It's already been done, and it might just escalate a situation that's already gotten out of hand. Right. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. You, you don't you don't want to fight scared people like it, that that's one of the one of the two folks that you never want to fight you know scared people and people that don't care about themselves that's right mm-hmm yeah yeah it, it's just it's just so unnecessary I mean yes and our our rigid structure of society you know of things being like this being illegal I mean I get it that he uh, police officers have the authority to hold them accountable for this shit, but at the same time, yeah, the the twenty five armed SWAT officers was like a completely 
use, useless use of uh, the Maricopa's County's police officers' resources. It's like, did, did you not have anything better to do? Like, was this really necessary? Like, I'm sure you could have done this with two officers. We like, come really, on. <laughs> I think we could really use some insight there. I'd like to know just how some of these police officer stations are being funded. Uh, I, I know that uh, – so in the instance that it's run in this similar way, I was on a track team uh, in college, and we were funded a certain specific amount based on the budget. And if we did not spend 100% of what was allotted to us, then that would be then they would cut uh, the budget. Then it would be cut for the for, for the following year. So I'm kind of curious if some oh, of these sure police departments kind of are shit. similar. I'm sure it's that kind of shit of like, yeah. oh, well, if we spend less th- this year, then we're going to get less budgeting. So yeah, no, I, I'm I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive that's probably the way it works. Yeah, like it, it doesn't reward uh, being frugal or being mm-hmm. uh, or uh, smart in how you utilize yeah. resources. It, it's literally just uh, uh, promoting uh, excess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's part of the reason why they, they send 25 fucking... It's like we have 25 people on our SWAT team. Anytime we want to SWAT somebody, we send the whole fucking force. Yeah. And it's just like a, Gotta I'd imagine it's a fun to thing do. to do. Yeah. It's like, a, I think it's like a power trip thing. Like you hardly ever get the opportunity to be on the team that you know is 100% going to win in every single instance. Right. You've got an entire system backing you up if anything does go wrong. Uh, and you've been training and training and training and never get the opportunity to bust out the big guns. And now this guy is spray painting fucking dicks all over your city. <laughs> all over it. I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it at all. This will not stand. Yeah, and then they fucking blow up his house. <laughs> like, oh, and then it's like this turns into a fucking uh, Batman supervillain where actually Dustin Schomer uses all his like... <laughs> Dick-shaped plastic explosives and stuff like that. Fucking police yep. officers being blown out of windows left and right. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, dick-shaped landmines. <laughs> just uh, just dildos. Just just tripping them up. Yeah. Oh, goo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what kind of silver lining do we have for this? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Um, that, uh, like uh, Dustin Schumer said, a penis man is neither a man nor a woman nor you nor me. Uh, we are all penis man. So um, since we're all penis man, you know, there's more of us. We got to ri- rise up, uh, become erect with our uh, power we have <laughs> in each other and solidarity and Keep writing penis man on stuff and stuff, but be careful because you're going to get fucking swatted if you do. That's right. There's a message of solidarity in what he said, and and maybe we will see an uprising of other penis uses. And there's even a little bit of a silver lining in a quote here from Dustin Schomer where he says... Where he says that you can be a penis man, you can be a vagina man, you can be a a (laughs) woman... Wait, penis did he say, everyone thing. Wait, did he yeah. say that? No. <laughs> oh. Well, we got... So here's one. So he's got... Uh, for the record... This is from Dustin Schomer. Uh, 
For the record, I hate the institution of the police, but I do not think every single cop is a bastard. To say they all are is, in my opinion, stooping to their level of profiling. Some of the detectives I met seem to be genuine penis man fans. <laughs> so if anyone can, like, in a situation that's so shitty, uh, be the better man, the better penis man, if you will... And recognize other people's humanity and recognize that just because the institution of police is a corrupt, a corrupt fraternity of assholes, he can still recognize that they're just people and uh, they're not necessarily all bad. So if he can do it, I guess we should be able to do it too. We should. Yeah. Spread the good word, y'all. Go out and paint a penis in your hometown. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. But when you're painting and whatnot... If you happen to be going through the drive-thru at the time, make sure you get an extra burger for me, because you never know when it might come in handy, when it might be when it might become the currency of any given transaction. You never know. You, you never, never know, know what can happen. When, when a burger might come in handy, uh, your burger <laughs> might be your next hot ticket to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, land. To pound town. To pound oh, yeah. Town. We're talking about... This story coming to us from Albuquerque, New Mexico, in which a guy was involved in one of those slippery little stings. Uh, this this story makes me so angry too. This is this is so this is such a frustrating story for me. Yeah, it, I, I can understand why. Like, I don't like sting operations in general. They feel oh, icky. It's very icky. It's very icky. It's coercion. It pretty much I, like I don't understand what's the difference between a sting operation and coercion really. It, well, I think that there's a there's this basis that uh police officers can do no wrong and that as long as they have like this plan <laughs> it's not premeditated. I don't I don't know. I don't really get it. Yeah. I remember a television show uh it was basically a cop spin-off in which they would set a car in um you know, a, a, a heavily populated area, and it was a very nice car. They would leave the keys inside. They would turn the lights on inside the car. Just everything they could do in order to draw attention people. to this vehicle. Yeah, that is obviously not supposed to be there. Uh, and you know, almost every time somebody would you know walk be walking by and be like, "Wow, um, I didn't think that this was this was my night that I was going to finally get to drive." You know that that fantastic car, but I guess here we're going. And as soon as they'd get in, they would just like swamp the vehicle and be like, "Hey, man, this is Grand Theft Auto." And then they would put them away. Like, oh my god, they just like destroyed that person's life. Like, no, they destroyed their own life. God damn it! And you see, like, like crimes of opportunity like that are just like so disgusting because it. Like, it feels I, icky. It, it feels icky because, like, okay, like, let's say that, like, some rich asshole who already has, like, 12 Porsches sees, like, a Porsche in a condition like that. He's like, I don't fucking care. I have six of those at home. Like, this is not novel to me or mean anything. But you put that same fucking Porsche in that same, like, fucking position in, like, some uh, less economically able part of town. It's like, oh, wow, this crazy cool car. I could never drive. Like, someone could, like, literally take it for a joyride and be like, what am I going to do with this fucking car and just, like, leave it somewhere else? Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, well, and they're they're also it's probably not going to be someone that is relatively knowledgeable about the repercussions of their actions either. I and mean, I think that's the saddest part. You're typically going to get someone who's fairly ignorant about 
the legal process and what type of consequences could result from something so impulsive. Right. Like they're, they're going to jump in and be like, wow, I've never been behind a car's wheel like this. Like, Oh, the leather's nice. It feels good. I like how things feel good. And then they get sent away for, you know, 10 years for grand theft auto. <sighs> It, it, but if you are, you know, part of like, uh, you know, the, the upper middle class, for example, it's like, you know what happens to people in sting operations. They get put away anyways. You know that there are police officers out there that are are setting up sting operations in order to coerce people into getting, uh, you know, to, to putting themselves away, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's fucking gross. Yeah. So obviously this is going to lead up to a sting do. operation involving a burger. So. Our hero in this story is Domin- <laughs> D- Dominic, yeah, Dominic, yeah, Dominic uh, Calderon. Calderon. Calderon, Dominic Calderon, mm-hmm. and so this guy, is, he he had just left a uh, a Chili's and he had a to go bag, and he was riding his bicycle and he sees a beautiful prostitute who happened to be an APD officer just, you know, hanging out, looking like a prostitute. And so... (laughs) As they do. As they do. Doing whatever prostitutes do to make people think they're prostitute. Feels Probably saying, like, give me money for sex, like, into a microphone or whatever (laughs) the fuck the APD officers do to get people to come and talk to them. Hey, is this thing on? Hey, is this thing on? Money for sex. Uh, Very low prices. So he rolls up in in his bicycle. He doesn't even have a car, and he's like, "Hey, you're really hot and stuff. Uh, can I get your number? I'm not getting paid till Friday. I would like to have sex with you." And she was like, "Sure. Here's my number. Oh wait, what do you have in that bag?" And Dominic's like, "Oh, this bag. I have a hamburger." And she goes, "Oh, hamburger." If you give me that hamburger, that could be your price to having sex with me. And Dominic goes, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, let's do it. If, really? Uh, I would like that. Yeah, yeah, wait, you mean the burger? Look, it's like half eaten and stuff. Like, I just pulled, picked it up from Chili's. Yeah, the I fries actually, are cold. <laughs> I actually found it out in the dumpster behind the chilies. <laughs> I couldn't afford to go inside. They don't have bike locks in front of chilies. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. That's not I had a to thing. get it to go. I I had to go through the drive through. I didn't even know chilies had a drive through now. Wouldn't it be great if he tried to talk her down? He was like, uh, half the hamburger. Half the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a little that's a little steep uh let's let's talk about this let's see here oh my yeah. god what kind of hell world do we live in jesus christ well if she said it first i feel like there's some kind of recourse there like that that's why i'm talking about coercion like what fucking like 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 uh, wouldn't that wouldn't that be like the equivalent of a police like in the previous example I gave with the car like what if there was a police officer that was leaning on the car and like, like every time somebody hey, walked you by you want to go in this car yeah yeah the, the, hey there's some keys in that car there do you want to get in it like what uh, but like I, I didn't even worse. I wasn't thinking about going inside the car but like yeah come on man it looks pretty nice <laughs> it feels good just feel the leather come on <laughs> feels the window's good, down man I can even roll the window down for you just imagine how good it would feel to have the wind in your hair while driving that car yeah what if I picked you up and lifted you inside of that car yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's in the car. Get him. He's, he's in the car. He's in the car. Arrest him. Uh, so, in far, far off and away, like, 
uh, prostitution. Like, I feel like if you can find a way for it to be safe for the people who are engaging in it, I don't, I don't really see anything wrong with people doing that willingly. Yeah, I mean, it's legal in Nevada. Yeah, so in the instance that that's how they want to make their money, like, yeah, as long as there's no coercion, right? As long as it's not the thing like like what we're talking about right here. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in the instance that, you, you know, you're trying to put bread on the table, which, right. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, what would happen if we didn't live in a capitalist society? Well, where would prostitution go? Chances are people would just have sex for fun, you know, with people they wanted to have sex with. And then that's how that would go. <laughs> right. Um, but, of course, people got to people gotta make that money. So exactly. Prostitution. Got to make I mean, that bread. Oldest profession in the world, right? Exactly. That or stonemasons. I'm not sure which, but or yes. St- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people making things out of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so to me, it's just like I'm. I'm just like, what kind of fucking idiot like would say no to like burger for sex? Like that seems like a great fucking deal. Like yeah. what kind of idiot? Like like she might as well have been like, hey, I, there's a penny on the ground over there. I can see it. If you pick up that penny and give it to me, that could be your payment. It's like, oh, okay. You think it's going too far for her to be like, oh, I actually have like a dollar in my pocket. I could lend you a dollar and you could give it to me. I owe you. Wait. You're You're telling me that I could pay you with your own dollar, but you you already have it. I'm not... I'd be an idiot to say no. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> be like, I'd be like, uh, uh, I think there's a hundred dollar bill on that bush over there. If you find it and give it to me, I'll sex with you. Okay. Oh, he, he's looking for it. He's looking for it. Handcuff him, boys. Yeah, he looked for the dollar. That means he agreed to it. Yep, that's pretty Handcuff much him it. Handcuff him while his back is turned. Yeah, it just I don't, there's intent. Uh, it feels. Feels icky. I, I don't. Super I don't think icky. that this is. Yeah, I don't think this is right. Yeah, and, he, um, and it's got a, it's got his mugshot here, and he just looks so disappointed and sad. It's just like, fuck, man. I thought I was gonna make the deal of the fucking century. Like that seemed like such a good deal. A, yeah, a ch- I, I, Chili's burger for sex. I bet that Calderon also has like a police officer fetish. You know, like he could kind of like just sense that like she was super hot for that reason. And he was, it was like, oh man, like that, that prostitute, I don't know what, what it is about her, but she's got this kind of like authoritative presence. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to put my finger on it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to go talk to her. You know, like most unlucky guy ever, only sexually attracted to undercover cop women. Yeah. That's the only thing that does it for him. The only thing. What if we had sex without money involved? Then it'd be illegal, right? I, I wonder if he would. He, he could like play that off. Be like in court, like actually, I knew she was a cop, and I was just trying to see if she wanted to fool around. Like it was. <laughs> is that not okay? Am I not allowed to do that? Well, you could take somebody out for dinner, but I can't trade a burger. Come on. <laughs> I can't trade. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's <is> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I can take him for dinner, but you can't drink yeah. a burger. Isn't that what a date is? I mean, kind of. I mean, I, I don't want to be one of those guys. Like, it's not ah. like you're, you know, you're automatically, you automatically have to have sex with somebody if they take you out for, a, you know, a nice dinner. But hey, like, 
I know I am I'm totally willing. Like if if a lady wants to pay for like a nice steak dinner for me, I'm probably gonna be like, I'm just gonna have to do whatever she wants me to do. Like I mean, just, That's incredible. This is how it goes. <laughs> like, yeah. How many steps removed is is this from t- taking someone out to dinner, offering them your your chilies uh, to go bag? Uh, a vehicle and an establishment. I think those are the two things that are yeah. missing. You got to be inside it could, someplace. It could have been a picnic. <laughs> could have been a picnic. Yeah. Oh my god, it could have been a picnic. <laughs> it could have been a picnic. <sighs> Fucking Dominic Calderon is being falsely sent to jail for trying to go on a picnic with an underlady cop. Under, <laughs> underlady, under an underlady. Cop. underlady. She was un. She was lady underneath. <laughs> <laughs> underlady. <laughs> Underlady. If I was a woman, that would be like my pro wrestling name. I'm the underlady. The underlady. <laughs> yeah. Undertaker uh, was taken. So Undertaker was taken, and he's already got a man underlady. doing it. So now I'm the underlady. Oh yeah. So what, what kind of silver lining do we have? Fuck. Here? I don't know. I'm just angry. I just don't know. Okay. I'm just angry. This was a thing, and it <laughs> happened. I feel. Um, I feel bad for Dominic Calderon. We got one more. Burger trading solicitor of prostitution off of our streets. Uh, this isn't even this isn't much as much a silver lining as it is a word of advice. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, or you get what you pay for. That's that's another. Or thing. you get what you paid for. So either way, mm-hmm. I'm not judging anyone that's ever traded burgers for sex. We've all been in some rough patches in our lives. Mm-hmm. But oh, just, you'll pay, but not with money. That's how they get you. Money. What are you like, the uh, devil? <laughs> I want that just to be like a Dungeons and Dragons like character that just like pops out of the corner every once in a while. You're like playing Dungeons and Dragons. They're like, what is the price for this like super amazing uh, enchanted weapon? Oh, you'll pay for this weapon, but not with money. <laughs> you can't buy this with coin. <laughs> like, like what? I'll give it to you for a burger. (laughs) (laughs) You got a burger? I'll trade it to you for a burger. Okay, well, I'll trade it for a burger. It's like, cuff him, boys. (laughs) Cuff him, boys. What, the sting operations in Dungeons & Dragons? This is bullshit. Yeah, I come here for escapism. God damn it. Oh, well, yeah, I don't don't have any good silver linings for that. that's it. You know, if uh, you're trading burgers for uh, sex, uh, there's a high chance you uh, might be homeless. Yeah. Wait, before we go on, I just thought of a silver lining. Oh. The uh the police officer uh is able to validate her appearance as a prostitute. She knows that she could pull the look off. Huh. Pretty pretty cool. I look yeah. like a prostitute. She yeah, she, she yeah, she's looking real good. She's uh she's soliciting all over the place. Oh, That's awesome. Oh man. So what about being homeless? <laughs> if you're trading burgers for sex. I would say there's a probably high possibility you may be on the verge of being homeless. Oh, but you don't you don't have to be homeless. See, that's the thing. That dumpster that he pulled that burger out of, that's could, a home right there. You could just live in the dumpster. You could live, you just in, the live dumpster. in that dumpster. We've been, that's right. Yep. If you get two dumpsters, you can smack those bitches together and then you, you have a double wide dumpster. You have dumpster. a double wide dumpster. <laughs> 
So we've been waiting until the year 2020 for a multimillionaire to tell us the solution to the world's homeless crisis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to look up this Peter Daw while you're telling people about it. All right. So his name's Peter Daw, and he's a multimillionaire <laughs> in England. And uh, England, much like, much like uh, most of the developed and underdeveloped world, has uh, their own various homeless issues. And this brain, galaxy brain genius, uh, Peter Daw, found out, I don't know how he came to this fucking cl- conclusion. I don't know what the fuck this asshole does in his fucking free time. They come up with this, this freak invention. But he found out that if you take uh, what England calls wheelie bins, which I just call... A roller trash can, a trash can, a trash can of wheels. Yeah, that's it. I don't know what else. I don't. I I don't call it a wheelie bin, but wheelie bin's kind of fun to say. It is a wheelie bin. (laughs) If you take two wheelie bins, you can basically sandwich them on top of each other, and then you can sleep inside of it like a fucking trash can cocoon. You can become a trash can homeless butterfly who will emerge still homeless from your trash can cocoon, and you can sleep in this trash pod. I don't know. His, he dubs it a sleep pod, and he say, thinks it's an amazing uh, crack brain genius idea because it'll keep you dry in the often rainy season that is perpetually England. Yeah, it, even when he's putting these things on his head, there's a fantastic video of it. Uh, it, it's like muddy as hell all around him. Like you, you can see all kinds of like leaves and shit. Uh, the road is slick. Uh, this guy is rolling around in the lawn trying to prove his point like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, it, and it's great because like I, so at, reading up on him, this guy is uh, an entrepreneur known for founding Pipex, which is the UK's first commercial internet service provider. Like. That I'm sure that's not an easy feat, but by the same token, like, why is he exemplifying just how idiotic he is by popping a couple of wheelie bins together? <sighs> like, it's either like he thinks that he's actually fixing something, like you know, hey, like you need something that is really simple and or, you know very cheap and easily acquired in order to fix a problem like this, and yet it has to be durable enough. That you're going to actually be able to withstand some of the environmental problems that uh, a lot of this these temporary housing situations provide you. Basically tents, right? Tents and tarps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, on one hand, I'm like, ah, I mean, like, I guess you could pop them together, but it comes off as pandering, right? It, it comes off as clueless and out of touch with society of just, like... Hey, yeah. people are homeless. They can't afford to live in homes. How about you live in a fucking trash can? How about that, dipshit? Right. You're like slapping a Band-Aid <laughs> on a problem that I, and I don't know if it's ever going to be fixed, right? Like, it, you know, we can try to imagine all the situations in the world in which everyone is going to have an appropriate amount of housing or mental health care in order to ensure that they're not homeless in the first place or or maybe even uh, uh, drug addiction support. You know, what, whatever the reason that homeless people are homeless, you know, I'm not going to make any illusions as to why that might be the case. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a problem no matter what kind of society you live in, if you deem it a problem, right? I think some people can be homeless by choice as well. Like, if you want to live a nomadic life, why not just do it, right? Yes. It's not something to necessarily be sad about. I think that uh, involuntary homelessness is certainly sad, especially when uh, you know there are all of these 
peripheral forces that act on someone's life without their control, without choices that they've made, uh, you know, influencing w- what occurs to them. Yes. And, and that does happen all the time. Like we don't live in this perfect uh, karmic society in which people are making decisions and then way on down the line, they pay for them with homelessness. That's not always, that's not always how it works out. I would, I would go as far to say as it's probably not how it works out most of the time. Right. Um, so trash cans. Yeah. You think that's comfortable? No, it looks uncomfortable as fuck. It's like these hard fucking plastic trash cans. And he like this, he's just talking to the camera. He's like, Oh, it's quite comfy in here. Oh, bu- 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 bu. keeps the rain out. Oh, go, bu- 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 bu. I came out with this solution all by myself. I'm so fucking smart. My name's Peter Daw. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is he saying that it costs 100 euro in order to make that? 100 pounds, since he's in the UK. So it's, it's oh, like, it's pounds. It, yeah, yeah. So which, like, how many homeless people just have like $100 in their fucking pocket? So it's like not even something that the average homeless person could fucking afford. Like, right. Not only is it fucking stupid and inhumane and trashy and just clueless and out of touch, it's also not feasible. Yeah. Or your average homeless person, unless he's advocating for uh, average homeless people just to steal people's wheelie bins. And if he's st- if they're stealing used wheelie bins, they're going to smell like literal fucking garbage. Because that's what they're made for. Holding garbage. Not holding people. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, how about the fact that, uh, you know, that, that, that moment that you realize that what you're sleeping in at night is less durable than the thing that people throw their trash in. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of these people are, are using like I mean fill in the blank like uh, like cheap tents tarps uh, maybe they're just sleeping in like a bag outside maybe they're covering themselves up with uh, cardboard or some some you know piece of, of like cloth or other trash um, you know I, I'm sure you've seen it like I mean right. you lived in in Houston for a while and you know you live in Louisville now and homelessness is it's, an issue everywhere. it's basically everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, there's a million different ways to combat homelessness. This just isn't one of them. Like, yeah. you're, not, you're not solving homelessness by giving people a trash can to sleep in. You're, you're, you're continuing homelessness, and people are now sleeping in trash cans. I don't want to live in a dystopian hell world where these where multimillionaire where those are telling homeless people to sleep in trash cans and you're just going to see every homeless person with just like a walking up trash can like oh you see that guy walking up a trash can yeah he's not taking it to his front drive of his house obviously we're in downtown he that, he sleeps in that yeah oh uh, man it, it would be quite sad to just see like um uh, a million wheelie bins just like piled up against one another and <laughs> Like oh yeah well that's that's where the that's where the people that don't have homes stay. Uh, I've seen other remedies to this before as well. Uh, some that seem a little bit less pandering. Um, you know, like having uh, tiny home villages, in which you, you just have like a whole bunch that are lined up against each other, I mean, which is effectively a trailer park, right? I, I mean, like yeah. that that's basically what it is. Maybe even on a smaller scale, if real estate is short. Uh, but there are other housing options that would work. Right. That would um, actually give people some dignity. <laughs> some some dignity, right? Um, <laughs> like or, there or is some, no dignity um, in sleeping in a goddamn trash can. Yeah, or a, or a sense of permanence, right? It's like, like I knowing am that trash. They have a place like to just go think about to. like the like the the symbolism of that. It's like trash belongs in this, and this is what I sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. 
Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> that's pretty rough. Oh my god! Like I just don't like. It's just so amazing to me, like how out of touch you could be to like, because you can watch the video. We'll include it in the notes, and uh, he's just trying to present this as this, as this is a totally serious solution to this very serious issue that most of the world is experiencing and it's just yeah well you you probably have to have some kind of distance from it right in order to make a suggestion like this you can't realize how offensive it is right well i mean you also have to have a mind that uh you know like well there's always going to be wealthy people like me and there's always going to be homeless people like them and in the instances these two constants are always going to occur in our society then that means that we have to figure out a way uh, in order to fix, you know, like one of the issues that's surrounding the problems that they deal with, which is uncomfortable sleeping situations or, or harmful sleeping situations. So what is it that we could do? It's like, I mean, sure. Like I'm, I'm sure like a, a lot of people have, have stumbled upon, uh, uh, practical ideas in order to combat that. Anytime you walk across a homeless person by the street, uh, in, um, you know, like sub freezing weather and all they are is just like wrapped in multiple sweatshirts mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, you know, you, you start to think it's like, Hey, is there a better idea that we could do here? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you could definitely put them in a place, but, uh, put them in a place costs a lot of money. Uh, you know, like having, having, uh, a, I don't know, um, like a state funded place in order for people to go in the instance that they fall through the cracks of our capitalist society. I mean, sure, it sounds good, but then again, whose responsibility is it to pay for that? Is like, is it the taxpayers? Is it, is it the hyper wealthy? It's like, how do you convince people to get on board with that idea instead of having to hit them over the head and, you know, force them into a situation kind of like the, you know, police force was doing in, in the couple of stories before this one? Or like they're probably doing with uh, homeless people in in certain areas in which they're not supposed to be in. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I digress. We, yeah, I mean, we'd have to just use our. I mean, we have we have the resources. I mean, as is now, we have more housing than we have homeless people. Like, I think it's even like multiple numbers of the amount of housing as we have to homeless people. So we have the resources to house homeless people. What we have now, without even building new stuff, so we could mm-hmm. do it. It's just we gotta get our priorities straight and uh, I guess build the political will or whatever to make it happen. So I, I kind of like this, uh, this thing that's happened in Tennessee recently, or I don't know if it's Tennessee or if it's Nashville specifically, but in relation to Airbnb or places that you are renting out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, for those types of endeavors, I don't know if there are multiple competing organizations with Airbnb and, you know, of a similar type, but, you are not able to have an Airbnb that is not connected directly to your property. So even if it's across the street, right, uh, you can't have an Airbnb that you're renting out unless you know you or a family member lives there. Okay. So so you have to reside, uh, you know, on the plot of land. That's smart. Yeah, it's been that's being it's rented been, out. It's been making a huge asset bubble. Airbnb has, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that way you don't have like these wealthy, you know, these wealthy folks that are snatching up plots of land left and right and effectively just renting them out to Airbnb. Yep. Uh, you know, like these, you know, transient uh, people that are popping in for a couple of nights and then leaving. It doesn't develop any kind of, uh, you, you know, culture within the area or any sense of permanence. Yep. And, and beyond that, if you wanted to extrapolate from that, uh, you know, the, the, basic theme that you can only live in one place at a time. Like you're a human being that 
is limited by physical space time. <laughs> so why in the world do you have multiple houses? Right. It's excess. So I don't know. You could make it a rule and say you can only have one piece of property. Like you can have the one that you reside on and you could even say like limit it to, you know, non-farming endeavors. You're not allowed to own more than five acres or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. And no, I mean that probably frees up land. That would definitely probably help with like a lot of like the asset bubbles you see, especially in places like England. Uh, there's so much of London that is just like owned by literal oligarchs internationally, like oligarchs from Russia and Ukraine and China and the U.S. Yeah. and other places that just buy like huge, lots and lots of the different properties in downtown London, and it just sits there just because it's like a way for people that are ultra wealthy to launder their money. It's just owning uh, land abroad, and so yeah. I mean, that's one of the very many reasons why there's such a huge homeless crisis in not only uh, London but in uh, New York City and lots of the. Major cities across the world because, I mean, ultimately homelessness is just people can't afford housing. Like that's that, that's the root of it. That, that's, that's, that's the nut. People mm -hmm. can't afford housing. <laughs> yeah, That's how you get a homeless person. We've, we've broken it down for you. If you haven't been able to figure that out, how does one become homeless? They can no longer afford Ooh. housing. That's how you get a good many things. That's how you get uh, a larger military as you have. That's how you get fast food workers. That's how you get so many professions that are obviously distasteful, but yet you still have people that are effectively forced into indentured servitude because they can't make ends meet. They can't pay for rent. <laughs> you know, like they, they, you know, you push them into these occupations that they obviously don't want to be a part of. And you're like, oh, well, they're just making a buck like I am. All they need to do is develop pipex and you can have <laughs> you can have so many trash cans to build your house out of it's ridiculous you don't even know how many trash cans i can buy yeah you just look at his house and it's a pile of trash cans <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking comfy bro yeah, he's just like digging through it like a kid in a ball pit it's amazing <laughs> i replaced everything i own with these fucking trash cans once i slept in, a, in them this one time for this video i couldn't get enough of them yeah. I wish I was homeless I so I could sleep in this trash can more often. They got it so good. Yeah, why don't you ever see that? Why does it not ever go the other way? Like, people like to build up those stories like, oh, well, then you know that guy with the golden voice who's now like, uh, he's an announcer for some professional basketball team or something like yeah. that. It's like, how come it doesn't go the other way around? Where it's like, oh, yeah, that one guy who owned Pipex? Yeah, he's by choice homeless now. <laughs> it's almost as if you need money to make money in this fucking hell world we live in. It's yep. almost as if you're if you're ultra wealthy, it's hard for you to lose it. Pretty much. <sighs> it's about how it works. Got any silver linings? Silver lining is that uh, literally the entire internet is shitting on this Peter Daw guy now. And mm. I don't think he's ever going to give a suggestion to polite society ever again because of how much he is being perpetually shat on on Twitter and Facebook and literally everywhere else, including this news article of people just telling him how out of touch and insane and stupid he is. And hopefully mm. he'll just crawl back into his goddamn double-wide wheelie bin and never come out of it ever again. <laughs> Just shut Excellent. the fuck up. Yeah, that's right. Keep keep loudspeaking this guy. He's kind of a butthead. Yeah. yeah. Th these people aren't smarter than us, Tim. Millionaires aren't smarter than us. <laughs> They're just not. <laughs> they just yeah, got well, really lucky. 
I, I'm sure a lot of them are not. I mean, but there are a good manner of people that are smarter than me. I can't, no, I can't no, necessarily no, no. speak for people, Jimmy. People are smarter than both of us in a general sense. Maybe some millionaires oh, yeah. are, but in a general sense, like I'm sure that if you took like the bell curve of like of like the general population of like ultra dumb to ultra smart, and then you took mm-hmm. like the bell curve of like all the millionaires of like ultra dumb to ultra smart, it'd be the same fucking bell curve. I really it don't. It probably would be. I don't think there's like a higher population of like millionaires just being like fucking geniuses. Yeah, sure, they've got like a couple, but we've got some like geniuses that are like fucking poor as fuck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've known some that way, but I mean it's. It, it's difficult to define. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, like dumb people are more likely to conflate uh, words that sound alike, you know, like that kind of stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Wait. Like, uh, like if you were to name a virus like coronavirus. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, then you were to happen to also be aware of the fact that uh, a beer produced in Mexico is called Corona, that you were yeah. going to think that those two things were related. That, that's like... All right, Tim. Uh, we're gonna play a word association game. Uh, okay, first thing I want to say a word. The first thing that comes to your mind. All right, uh, coronavirus. <laughs> the beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it works. Um, so for all of our listeners uh, out there, did shit. you know that coronavirus is caused by drinking too much Corona? Beer? <laughs> yeah, that that's what I'm going to refer to being hungover as now. The coronavirus. I got coronavirus. Uh, like, hey man. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I got yeah. hammered of a bunch of my buddies last night, and I woke up this morning with the coronavirus. Yeah, bleh. Uh, I spent yeah, the bleh. next two hours over the toilet with the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, somebody drank too much buds. Like, oh man, I got uh, SARS. That sucks. SARS. <laughs> I got the Black Plague, man. Oh, uh, fuck. yeah. So for those of you out there that, I, I mean, a shocking number of people believe this to be the case, mm-hmm. uh, but it's obviously not related at all. Right. Uh, the first thing that uh, I heard, like, I heard about coronavirus. I don't know. It was probably about. What was it, about two weeks ago that this really started popping up? Yeah. Uh, and I heard it on the on local news radio in a small Kentucky town, and my immediate thought was, I bet that Corona Brewing is going to sue the hell out of these folks for naming <laughs> that coronavirus because they're probably like, oh man, our sales are going to go way down as a result of everybody thinking that it's about our beer. What if it went way up? Ew. <laughs> Why? It's Why just like association. Like you just hear Corona, Corona, Corona all the time. That you're just like, man, I don't know why, but it's going. Yeah. I'm just feeling Corona right now. Yeah, you know what I could really use? <laughs> yeah. A coronavirus. I mean, a Corona, <laughs> a corona beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so stressed thinking about this virus all the goddamn time. Yeah. Uh, so coronavirus is actually, we did a little bit of research here. Coronavirus was first characterized in the 1960s, 1965 in particular. Yes. And it's, uh, it's responsible for a substantial portion of upper respiratory tract infections in children. So we've got five new different types of coronaviruses that have been identified since 2003. And the most recent one, uh, I guess is, and I don't want to get this part wrong, but I, I believe it's the global distribution of the newly identified group to coronavirus HKU1. Um, they're having a difficult time establishing 
what exactly it is. And I, I would imagine that's how it goes with the majority of these viruses. Like, you know, once you kind of are able to map what exactly is contained within its biology, then you're able to also develop a vaccine for it and, you know, uh, combat it. Uh, but until they're able to identify it in, in within those metrics, uh, you know, it remains an issue, right? I mean, does that kind of make sense? Yes. Okay. I think I think that's probably the case there. Uh, so yeah, um, Corona on the other hand has been brewing since the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> so they they first. Ha- they had it first. Uh, first so hop off. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Corona um uh the coronavirus because of the crown like spikes on its surface and for those of you who don't know corona is crown yeah it's espanol for crown yeah yes yeah i um i didn't know a lot about it and i watched like an asap science video on youtube about the coronavirus because i'm like damn everyone's talking about this shit like is this like the next ebola like what's going on like what's like this shit do to you and like it went over like the symptoms and it's basically the flu like the symptoms for the coronavirus Oh, is the flu. <clears throat> I probably got it right now. It's basically just like, I guess, a, a flu that we don't have a vaccine for. That's my yeah. guess. It's just like a more shitty version of the flu. I don't know. Yeah. So I was like, damn, still sucks. But yeah, because like we, we, brought, we don't talk about this a lot. But yeah, I mean, you know, annually, like lots of people die from like just the regular plain old flu, especially uh, children and uh, elderly people every year. Hundreds, if not thousands of people die every year. Yeah, we actually did an episode a while back on disease. Don't know. Our audio quality is bad back then. Don't listen to it. Don't bring it up, Tim. The episode never happened. Oh. It never happened. Well, okay. So we'll we'll be doing another episode soon on viruses. Okay. (laughs) Updated. (laughs) plagues and whatnot. Better audio version. Our audio quality has gotten a lot better. It's gotten a uh, lot better. Very recently. Like in the last couple of episodes recently. It's gotten a lot better. Anything before episode 80... 80 just forget it yeah it never happened if you if you want some of that good old vintage audio then check it out otherwise save yourself yeah but what, <laughs> what were you gonna say about it uh the the fact that uh the flu and tuberculosis and leprosy and a bunch of other viruses and, that don't really pose a threat to uh you know air quotes first world developed countries uh, are still a major problem in underdeveloped countries uh, due to the fact that they don't have access to uh, the capital and to be able to buy something as cheap as an $8 vaccine Oh yeah. Uh, or, or, or cheaper in some instances, like a massive amount of people are dying from tuberculosis because of the fact that they can't, they can't buy vaccines that are even cheaper than that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucked up. It's yeah. real fucked up. Yeah, that was pretty sad. Yeah. So, I mean, you can check out that one if you want, but otherwise, just fuck it. <laughs> so what's um, the end of this article have to do with MMS? We've talked about MMS before. Well, they're they're talking about... Yeah, the miracle mineral solution. Right. We've also discussed that, uh, which is basically bleach. It's bleach, just bleach. Yeah. That episode you just can bleach. listen to. Okay, it's that, just bleach. That that's like episode sixty-five. You can go and listen to just bleach. That's probably that's good. That's probably my favorite episode. That's a funny episode. Uh, it's just bleach. <laughs> it's uh, just bleach. And I think that that what they're getting at here, they 
it's it's this whole like misrepresentation of facts thing. Uh, like people are getting uh, corona and coronavirus confused uh, because we we have such a a troubled time digging into the details and so knowing cor- the difference. So QAnon is saying that you should drink MMS to cure yes. coronavirus. Oh no! Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Oh no! So. Q, QAnon, Jimmy was, uh, was reminding me what QAnon was earlier. It, it basically purveyors of chaos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Agents of chaos. Um, and they, they're trying to get people to kill themselves or, or, you know, injure themselves terribly by drinking bleach, uh, taking advantage of the fear mongering that's going on with, with the coronavirus. So don't drink bleach. Don't drink. Don't bleach. drink don't drink mineral, um, miracle mineral solution or MMS. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you want to know more about MMS, listen to our Just Bleach episode. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, it just is. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. This is just basically an article of chaos and awfulness and horrible word association and people not <laughs> knowing where to find good. I don't know information on the internet. Yeah, uh, that, that's absolutely true, uh, that, and that's really the sad takeaway from this particular segment. Something else I think is pretty sad in relation to the coronavirus in general, all it takes is one, y'all. Like, just keep that in mind. All it takes is one solid virus, and we're dead. Like, it, it, it can knock out the majority of humanity. Uh, you know, it's happened before. You know, like, when you when you go way back, you know, you can find... Uh, all kinds of illnesses. I mean, polio was one that was pretty recent that killed a whole lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was pretty much an epidemic. Uh, I don't would you would you classify it as a pandemic? What is a what is a pandemic? Uh, so you've got you know sexuals and then you've got pansexuals. So, uh, <laughs> a, a pandemic. I don't fucking know. Uh, let's see. An epidemic occurs when a disease affects a greater number of people than is usual for the locality. Or one that spreads to areas not usually associated with the disease, and a pandemic is an epidemic of worldwide proportions. Oh, great! So pandemic's the bad one. Yeah, pandemic is 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 everywhere. Is not good. Uh, so we are we are not in pandemic proportions just yet, but there have been viruses in the past that have. And I want to say it was the uh, was it the Black Plague in the early 13th century that took out like. A third of Europe's population, something like that. Yeah, I mean, like yes. that's a lot. That's a lot of people. So it really doesn't take much. And granted, we have technology to be able to combat these these illnesses and viruses much better than they had back in the day when they were just like bloodletting and chopping off limbs right. in order to try to, to try to like heal people, uh, if that's what they wanted to call it. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but. But today we have, you know, empirical evidence and science. You know, that's that's a pretty cool thing. We have we have smart people that are on the case and many years of experience that we can hope that they use in order to combat these viruses. Yeah, I guess that's the silver lining. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep. We that have, certainly is. As uh, another SpongeBob reference, uh, like uh, Patrick Starr said, we have technology. Yeah, <laughs> we have technology. Just gotta smash oh, a computer man. monitor on top of whatever issue we have, and boom, we're good. Presto, boom, 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 and it's done. It's done. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but hopefully someone does. 
and I hope that they're working on it real hard. Real hard. <laughs> real hard. Take all my money. Fix it, please. Wait. I really don't want coronavirus. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. A what minute. the fuck? Okay. What, what's, what are you fucking? So, okay. So we were going to have a bring it back moment because we did an article on our last episode talking about the guy with the very Slavic sounding name that I can't remember what his name was. Slavko yeah. Skolvalkovic, who whatever was suing Pornhub for not having closed captions. And then mm. I found out that Pornhub was now offering uh, closed captioning. But then I realized now that this article that I'm looking at is dated for 2018. So now I'm confused. Oh, shit. Are we, so, are we sowing the seeds of misinformation, Jimmy? Hope not, because... We just about did. But we, but we already did the thing, though. <laughs> no, but we already did... We already read an article saying that Pornhub was getting sued for not opening closed captioning. But I'm seeing here that in 2018, when was Pornhub getting sued? When did that happen? What the fuck? I thought it was well after the fact. Oh, my God. Don't listen to any of this, everybody. We're 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 basically in 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 turmoil. Wait, what is wait? So sowing the seeds of misinformation. We've lied. We've lied to you. But the thing here says that he was suing in January. What the fuck? Why is he? Wait, was it because maybe one specific video he wanted to watch didn't have closed captioning? What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty confusing. Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? They offer it? <laughs> but they... Well, how is he suing if they offer the service already? Not on the one that he wanted to watch. Is that how it works? I'm on Pornhub right now. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Are there right, subtitles? Yeah, let's see what we got. It looks like there's subtitles. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how the fuck he's suing if they offer subtitles already. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I think we should just skip it. Well, this is a mess. What the? It's hell? a fucking mess. I want to clean it up. I want to clean up any messes. But just believe believe everything we say. We're one hundred percent accurate. But twenty eighteen. <laughs> Jimmy frantically trying to find a way, trying to put the pieces together. He's got Even, thumbtacks in his yeah, wall. Yaroslav He's got the red yarn. This is a different one than the one that we referenced last time, referencing Yaroslav Suris. So lesson be learned, everybody. You can't trust anything that you hear about Pornhub. Just enjoy it for what it is. That's it. Just a, a collection of incest-related porn videos. That's all it is. That's all it is all the time. And that's all it's ever going to be for many years to come. You can always guarantee. Many years to come. Yep, 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 that's yep, what yep, you're going to yep, get. Yep. Yeah. I'm here to fix your pipes. I'm your son. You know, like that kind of thing. I don't know. Something like that. Let's talk about. Wait, 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 about... wait, wait. I found one that references 2018 and it's a modern article. Oh my God. Tim, I want to talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. So the lawsuit uh, has surprised us. Given Pornhub is probably doing more for users with uh, accessibility needs than a large portion of tech firms back in june 2018 which references the article that i found dated 2018 referencing the whole dealio with them because apparently as of 2018 in june they started offering closed captioning 
Okay, I'm going to continue reading. So back in 20, June 18, we reported that Pornhub had added closed captions to more than 1,000 videos, enabling viewers with hearing disabilities to follow the twist and turns of porn storytelling. The clips were spread across <laughs> a number of popular genres, with the company saying the captions will offer descriptive interpretive text for viewers who are not able to hear the video's original audio. The captions are ahem, manually entered by the site's editors so viewers can expect accurate transcriptions of ups and downs in any caption scene. That's kind of cool given that most other video platforms use other algorithms to add subtitles to video. Okay, so what's the issue then? Uh... <laughs> okay, so Pornhub uh, Vice President Corey Price responded to the lawsuit because this is a thing. We, not, we didn't misinform you all. Telling TMZ, we understand that Yaroslav Suros is suing Pornhub for claiming we've denied the deaf and hearing impaired access to our videos. While we do not generally comment on active lawsuits, we like to take this opportunity to point out that we do have a closed captions category. What the fuck? What the fuck? They offer closed captioning and the guy is still suing them. This is so stupid. Okay. Well, there you got it, folks. Um, Yaroslav Suros is a piece of shit. And uh, I'm not glad that he's deaf, because that's a mean thing to say, but um, he is suffering for no goddamn reason, because they already offer closed captioning. So there yeah. you go, folks. They're not really worried about the there lawsuit you go, at folks. this point. There's an update. Um, Tim and I, I guess we should have done better research on Pornhub, but as hearing not impaired <laughs> people, that was not an issue that we ever encountered to ever think to fucking look for. Well, sorry. hearing hearing impaired people, like most of the time, I just like turn the audio down. Anyways, it's like leftover from uh, when I was much younger, and I was paranoid that somebody was going to pop in and they were going to hear like moaning on the computer. So, so, so now I you just watch like, all your porn in well, silent. It's it's all pretty much silent. So if, I mean, I guess the captions could have helped out. Oh, then I blast it. Oh, really? It's as loud as can be. Like I'm like true? opening my I'm opening my windows. No, I no I still keep it low. So like, no matter still, when you watch it, you you stealth you stealth porn. Yeah, watch, no matter Ain't, where you are. I'm like anal retentive about that shit. Like I'm just like I don't want anybody to hear me. I bet some of those porn stars you watch are anal retentive. Catch my uh, they can they they can retain a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. So, so lesson be learned here. Jimmy and I need to be, do more research on. No, Pornhub. I think we did appropriate. I think the article that we fucking read from should have brought that up. Well, as you know what, for everybody out there, I'm gonna do my due diligence and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Pornhub and I'm gonna do my research for you, our listeners. Like I think because that's what you deserve. Because this article here gives us the whole. The whole thing of Yaroslav Suris bitching about not being able to enjoy porn. Yeah. And then also brings up the fact that Pornhub already offers a service where, you know, the other one we read just showed Yaroslav bitching. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's bitching for no reason because that's already a service. And we even went to a whole fucking diet tribe diet yeah that's the word right diatribe yeah 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 we went yeah. to an entire diatribe talking about of why don't they already offer the service and guess what they already fucking do because even tim and i <laughs> thought like this seemed like it'd be really easy to do so anyways that that was probably a, a giant waste of time <laughs> and there you have it folks <laughs> oh geez well i guess we can move on to our next story jimmy ending the show 
Uh, oh wait, are, are we ending the show? Are we not talking about this priest? I don't want to talk about it. All right, fuck him. We can talk We're about it next time. Him. All right, let's do it next time. Yeah, we'll do it next time. All right, cool. <laughs> well, all right, folks, there you got it. Um, that's that's our episode for today. If uh, if you would like to uh, trick us into doing more episodes by trading us hamburgers, you can get in contact with us to solicit our services at these following places. Yes, uh, there is no telling what kind of sexy, sexy services you can or can't get us to do with a tasty <laughs> treat from Chili's. <laughs> And uh, if you want to stuff a burger in our holes, you can do so by emailing <laughs> us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. If you're listening to us with any of the uh, listening apps out there, the Stitchers, the uh, Apple Podcasts, the Google play whatever shit please like and review the show it helps other people find it and it means a lot to us yeah it makes you a good person it means more than a sting operation car but feeling those velvety plush seats is so nice i just want to lay down in it while i turn the key slowly i hear the engine rev up and then I get busted for trying to solicit sex with a hamburger. You're under arrest. Sorry, you're going to have to put you in... Get in the back of the cop car. We got Penis Man back there. <laughs> going to ride the, ride the back all the way back to Maripoco oh, County with Penis Man. I'm going to ride with Penis... Oh, he's like a celebrity. Hell yeah. Hey, we are all Penis Man, right? And then a little fist bump. A little fist bump. Boom. Can, you, can, you, can you sign my shirt? Yeah. All right, man. Penis man. Penis man. <laughs> we are one. We are penis man. Penis man.